0: How to stop overthinking. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Paanabata the podcast. We are still in our theme of how to handle all this pandemic anxiety. And this episode is super interesting because I invited an expert on how the brain works to explain to us why we overthink and what we can do about it. So, my guest is Karel Herrera, the president and CEO of Train Station Singapore, Philippines, and Hong Kong. She is a social and emotional intelligence coach, an NLP trainer, motivational speaker, and author. And I learned so much from this episode, including simple practices we can do on our own when we catch ourselves overthinking. So, let's get right to it. Here we go. Welcome to Paano Bato, Karel Herrera. Hi, Bianca. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of Paano Bato. <laughs> Thank you for saying yes. Um, I am so excited to learn from you with this particular topic that has been asked many, many times. Mm-hmm. Um, related, syempre, to this feeling of pandemic anxiety. It's been a year and mm-hmm. um, I asked people to send in... Their letters, and a lot of it was about how to stop overthinking. Mm-hmm. So allow me to read to you, Karel, a few things. This is from Erica. How to clear my mind and avoid overthinking. I've tried sab- several hobbies, pero lagi ako distract. Mm-hmm. Sabi ni Michelle, in this age of fear and uncertainty, how do we manage or overcome overthinking? Mary Rose says, how to cope up with anxiety na nafe-feel mo dahil sa nangyayari sa mundo? Yung naisip mo lahat kahit hindi mo kakilala, pero wala kang magawa. So this is a very common sentiment. I certainly yes, feel Yes, this nako, way. nako.
1: I know, diba? Na, um, ang nakakatuwad dito sa questions mo actually is that normal na function of brain natin yun, eh, yung mag-isip. So mean sense is say you know, stop thinking, stop thinking, but it doesn't. You know, ang brain natin is continuously doing its work. And even nga mga nagme-meditate, napapansin nila na habang nagme-meditate sila, merong mga thoughts na dumarating, may pumapasok na thoughts. Biglang, when you just allow your brain to wander, napupunta sa trabaho, napupunta sa labada, napupunta sa kaibigan, kung saan-saan talaga siya nag-jump. And it's actually a very fascinating process when you start observing your thoughts where well, you just allow and then observe your thoughts saan siya napupunta kung saan saan talaga I actually have this exercise in one of my trainings and sinasabi ko sa participants walang magga guide sa inyo walang magsasabi ko no ACP and I'll just give you one minute to just allow your thoughts to present itself kung saan siya napupunta. and true that's na, so scary <laughs> saan-saan talaga na pupunta yung thoughts. Like, biglang merong pupunta sa love life, tapos biglang pupunta sa trabaho na hindi siya linear. Hindi pa siya yung nag-make ng sense. Kaya nga, di ba, minsan pag nag-uusap tayo with our friends, when we talk to our friends, it's so non-linear. Biglang merong daloy ng kamalayan and all of a sudden, you're jumping into another topic because your brain continuously makes those connections.
0: That just to give a bit of a background to everyone, Karel, why I invited you for this oh, particular yes. topic. Um, you are a neuro-linguistic programming trainer, NLP yes. trainer. Yes. In a nutshell, it sounds fancy, but in a nutshell,
1: what oh. is it? <laughs> linguistic programming is basically how the brain works, how the brain is programmed through language, through linguistics. And when we talk about language, it's not just about words that we speak, but the words that we say to ourselves, mm-hmm. the labels that we have of ourselves, of other people, of Experiences. How how does that program us? Like, for example, if you label someone as um, difficult to work with, or you label an experience as something na nakakatakot then it affects how you respond to it. We are on autopilot most of the time, so that's the program that we have. And being able to uh, have that awareness, kung ano ba yung autopilot mo and default mo, it's really giving you that option to choose, will I function on autopilot? Will I function on my default mood? Or are there better ways to communicate with myself, communicate with other people? Are there ways for me to do things differently so that I can affect how I feel, so that I can affect my brain, which affects, again, my entire nervous system, affects your heartbeat, affects your throat constricting, your body temperature, it affects your entire body. So um, when people say to me, um, I'm having anxiety, I'm panicking, or I'm worrying, it it can be deeply rooted to the stories that are happening in their heads and That's the way that they're true. programmed to respond to these stories in their heads.
0: Yes. And um, today we are so lucky because you will help us understand why we overthink (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I guess what we can do to teach ourselves how to handle when Mm -hmm. we catch ourselves overthinking
1: and you know um very interesting yung overthinking nayan kasi nga parang we fault ourselves for thinking too much when if we know that the brain has so many thoughts in a day has so many um uh, experiences na sinasif ne eh. uh and dami nating stimulus and if there are how many million bits of information na natatanggap natin in a day in a second even our brain just filters what is important and I think the reason why nag-overthink tayo, especially right now during a pandemic, kasi yung worry, yung akala ng brain mo, importante lahat, kaya pay attention mo ang lahat ng bagay. So kahit mga bagay na this is not my battle anymore, I shouldn't choose this battle, but you tend to get overwhelmed because your brain thinks that it's important information for you to survive. Our brain just does that. Eh? It wants you to survive. It wants you to live. Okay. Primary so, solution.
0: are you saying that during times na ganyan, we want to think about everything, we mm-hmm. can sort of train ourselves to only think about
1: what is essential? You know, it sounds parang too simplistic, you eh, no? Um Yes, we can. It's not about uh, saying not to think. It's really being mindful of what you think of. It's that process. So, stop thinking or, you know, stop overthinking, Mm. but to take that pause and really notice how you're thinking and what you're thinking about. Now, um, there is a very simple tactic I've done for somebody who's experiencing overwhelm and it does, an overthinking, And this person's like, I'm worried about my elderly parents. I'm worried about my employees. I'm worried about myself, my own health. So many things are overwhelming her. And of course, all of those things are important. You cannot say to the person, "Yes, stop thinking about it. Other things are not important to you. It's important to her, right? So she right. starts thinking of all of these things. And when I was talking to her, it's not, it's not, stop thinking about them. I, I asked her, How do you know that you're overwhelmed with overthinking? It's that question. How do you know? It's when all of these thoughts, she says to me, all of these thoughts start start to happen all at the same time. You know how like when you're in the middle of something and everything is like in one straight row, everything is important. So that's how she describes it. So overwhelmed people have these thoughts so close to them. Each thought is just as important and so close to them. Visually speaking, yes. that's yes. how people describe it, right? Yes. Or people who are more um, the way that they process is like through what they hear. They say, "Oh, so many words are in my head. I hear it left, right ear. It's all around me. The thoughts yes. are just overwhelming." So I ask that from people. So if you have overthinkers in in the audience, ask yourself, "How do you know you're overthinking? What are the signs?" That's what you try to notice. So when when a person says Oh, I see things all in the same level, all facing me so close to me, so near me. Or someone says, the voices are just so loud in my head. I just tell people, you know, can you take three steps away from that um, thought or those thoughts? Three steps away, visually seeing yourself, going three steps away from it. And the person's like, wait, 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 wait. Sometimes it's it's just so dear to them. Na parang, can I, 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 I need that sense of responsibility. Really? Really? You do need all of that? Because some of them probably have more importance than the others. So there are things that you can choose at a certain time in your life. Like, I cannot think of everything and everyone right now. But I can choose to think of work Muna at this point. Or oh, after work compartmentalize ba? Yung you start choosing and taking things bit by bit. Kasi, mahina ang kalaban. If you are thinking of 10 things all at the same time, ang hirap kung ikaw lang yung warrior. So, kung mano-mano, one by one, kaya ko yan eh. <laughs> right? Prior to pandemic, it's just one by one. We We have it problem with work or we have a problem with a colleague or a friend but now it's all happening at the same time so we tend to get overwhelmed so i tell people take a step back or Kunari, the sounds are overwhelming the way that the brain encodes it is it believes that it's just right there so i just tell them to just pause and or can you turn down the volume for a little bit so something as simple as that so that they don't get too drowned out with how their brain is processing, overthinking, and overwhelm. And then I can ask them, which one thought would you want to listen to right now? Which one problem do you want to attend to right now? If we're going to say, isa-isa natin siyang iisipin, pwede. So um, uh, some people would say to me, just by taking a step back, realizing I don't need pala to fight all of those battles, no? hindi pala kailangan lahat at hindi kailangan sabay-sabay. So that's a a little tip lang. I mean, easier said than done, but try changing how it sounds to you or try changing how it looks to you.
0: Definitely, that resonates with me um, because I feel like isang skill na natutunan ko through time is managing my energy, not just managing my time, but managing my energy. And I've sort of learned that then through time to compartmentalize. And kaya gets na gets ko what you said kanina. So for someone who is new to this idea of compartmentalizing, how do they, how does that work? And how does one start seeing things na, ah, pwede pala na. Sige, hmm. ganito, To break it down
1: and I guess make it more yung ka ng konti. And, and bite-sized, no? Yeah. Um, there are two things I'd like to share. One is a concept of a methodology. A methodology is, you know, a way of thinking. For example, in NLP or neurolinguistic programming, we give a certain methodology to tell people, can I change how I see the story? Can I learn from this? What is it that I'm learning from it? Or could I change what I'm doing right now so that I can be in a better state to address this problem? So for example, someone who is overthinking and does not know how to compartmentalize yet, um, can I just stand up first and you know shake, dance around a little bit and then physically go and say, all right, this is my problem. This is another problem. This is another problem. They can do that. or draw, I tell people who are overwhelmed, I want you to write down all of your concerns and clump it together. So at least, alam mo na, ito, circle of work, circle of relationships, circle of uh, money. So they tend to see it from a distance because they're uh, writing things down or drawing something. So merong siyang tactics and ways of doing things. The other one is a framework. Framework are steps that you can do na. I'll do this step one, step two, step three, step four to help me compartmentalize. So um, I I teach people the framework that I learned in neuroscience. And in neuroscience, um, they teach um, situation analysis. It's so simple. Look at the situation. And if you look at the situation, can I choose to be in the situation? Or wala choice, but to be in that situation, therefore, can I modify it? So for example, you're overthinking and can I modify the situation right now because I am overthinking or can I choose not to overthink? Some people would go and distract like one of the writers, Didn't distract niya yung sarili niya um, para hindi niya pasukin yung overthinking. So yeah, you could do that. Change the situation, modify it. Habang nag-overthink ka, wear something you like, put on makeup, You can do something to modify the situation while you're overthinking so you're not so stressed. The next step after situation analysis is you pay attention to certain things. So, okay, you're overthinking right now. What I said a while ago is, how do I know I'm overthinking? Uh, Do I see pictures? Do I hear sounds? Do I have feelings in my body? Notice those things. Pay attention. Because when you're overthinking and you start palpitating, You overthink and your hands start to get cold. Notice, pay attention to that, right? And then go to the next um, step or step in the framework, which is the meaning. What is the meaning of this? What does this situation mean to me? That's why I am feeling this way. Mm -hmm. I see, for example, a Facebook post. That's a situation, Mm -hmm. right? Then I pay attention to what is being said. Then I'm upset. Yeah. Why was I upset? Because of the meaning. So it's not the post. It's the meaning that I have that is making me so stressed, that's creating a response in my body. So kung hindi ako marunong kahit yun lang, look at the situation. Battle to fight? No. Choosing your battles? Titingnan mo talaga. And learning which parts of your life on um, nakaka-affect. And important yung relationship ba to, money ba to, kasi nga it takes you a step away. It helps ease you from the burden of just being emotional about it and it um, lets your brain go into a logical process. And when I talk about the brain kasi, pag-emotional ka, it's the emotional part of your brain that gets all the blood and the oxygen. Okay, so meron tayong blood and oxygen in our brains. Di ba kung ano yung nag activate siya napupunta. So nakukuha niya yung majority ng blood and oxygen. Now, when you're analyzing something by saying, oh, this is work, this is love life, this is this, you go to the logical. release mo yung pressure from the emotional part of the brain to just say, wait a minute, Let's use another part of that brain. Let's put the blood and the oxygen on that part instead of you having anxiety because of overthinking. So the second part I gave you, which is a framework, is situation, attention, meaning, then the response. So ang tawag ko doon is SAMR. So mm. um, neuroscience talks about SAMR all the time. So situation pay attention and if you're paying attention to the wrong things can i pay attention to something else if you're paying attention to the facebook post that's stressing you out can i pay attention to other facebook posts changing the meaning or just asking yourself what am i learning from this what is this teaching me what am i supposed to learn from this then that will change your response When it comes to meditation practices. And I I was talking to my friend who said to me, can you still your monkeys? Can you actually sit and breathe in and breathe out and still your monkeys? I tried to meditate, you know, during my younger years, 20 plus years ago. And I couldn't at that time because so many thoughts are just starting to come in. And I'm like, oh my God, I am so overwhelmed with all of these thoughts. And my... Um, My realization in my constant journey right now in mindfulness is that when you have these thoughts, acknowledge it. Hey, hi there. Hey, thought. Thought number one. Hey, thought number two. Hello, how are you? Thought number three. So I just let these thoughts pass by. Then I focus it back on something else like breathing. So if I'm breathing right now and I'm in the moment and all of these thoughts start to overwhelm me, I go, hello, thoughts. Hi. Then focus back on my breathing. Or if I'm thinking of what am I grateful for? Because gratitude, actually, um, the gratitude um, meditation puts your brain in the present and just thinking of things that you're grateful for. That helps in the anxiety, ha? Sobrang nakakatulong sa anxiety. So if I'm saying, I'm grateful for my life, I'm grateful for my breath, I'm grateful for family, and then another thought, oy, yung ano, yung lulutuin mo bukas, oy, yung meeting mo tomorrow, hey thoughts, hi, how are you? Then I go back to what I'm grateful for. Wag mo siyang, hi, bakit na ako ng ganon? Stop stressing about overthinking because hindi mo ma-achieve yung losing the anxiety by scolding yourself for overthinking don't allow it. Give yourself that permission to have a brain that really connects. So just say, hi, how are you? Then go to the thought, go to the breathing, or go to the gratitude that you're doing, or go to your prayer. But uh, it goes back to the old times when we're praying with family, and you feel guilty when you're praying, and you start, you start to wander. your brain starts to wonder, your brain does that anyway. So allow it, then bring it back. Allow allow to let it go, then bring it back. Um, There's actually even an exercise that we do. It's called mind-wandering. Just do one minute of mind-wandering without a purpose, without any intention. Just let it go. Just let it wander. And then bring it back to the present. And um, it allows your brain to be be more creative because the brain likes to forage. Our brain likes doing that. It likes getting more information, new information. That's why the daydream. So allow it. Um, and if you are getting stressed about it, then that's the concern I think that people have. Then return it to be mindful. Now, oh, it's getting way out of hand. Then return it to a better thought or a better, um, uh, pay attention to the better things have better meaning so that you can have a better response. Yan I'm ling- so,
0: so glad you shared that because I could relate to the cuento that you said of the younger you trying to meditate and you're like, bills, to-do list, <laughs> work, deliverable. Yes. So I, until now, at 37, hindi pa rin ako nakakameditate. But what you said made so much sense kasi... Nga, I'm meditating. Let's say I'm trying to think of everything I'm grateful for, or a white wall, or waterfalls, clouds, and then kunyare. Oh my God, 6 p.m. my meeting ako. Parang ganto. If I get yes. mad at myself yeah. for thinking about the meeting, I'm already judging myself. Tas parang nagle layer na yung thoughts and emotions in my head. You're right, but mm-hmm. if I say, "Okay, meeting 6 p.m. pa naman yan, Sige, sigey, ka lang," and then I can go back oh, to like. You're right, like not judging yourself for thinking about all these things because like you have been saying, it's a natural Mm -hmm.
1: function of the brain. Exactly. (laughs) And the more you suppress it, the more you're going to get stressed. The more you say, I should stop thinking of these things, stop, stop. The more the more you're stressed. It's not going to benefit you. So allow it. So means when I have all of these thoughts that, that make me afraid, I notice these thoughts. Why are you so afraid? Okay, that thought is, you know, running at 180 kilometers per hour. Okay. If I get stressed
0: because I'm thinking about other things, that's the emotional side of the brain working. And if I remember you correctly, what you said in the summit that we had was if it's the emotional part of the brain working, we Mm -hmm. can't really decide Mm -hmm. on things logically. Yes. Is that what you said Um, before?
1: Yes. Uh, There is an inverse relationship between the emotional part of the brain and the logical part of the brain. And actually, when it comes to the logic, that executive brain can only um, focus on one thing at a time. Yung focus attention can only focus on one thing. Like for example, have you tried sending a message while talking to somebody? Not possible. <laughs> you cannot, right? <laughs> Minsa nalalagay mo dun sa message mo yes, right. Tao. <laughs> right. So it, when when people say, "But I multitask," well, one thing has to be unconscious. One thing, like, kunyari, um Keeping the TV on, on the news, ganyan. Yes, exactly. One thing has to be unconscious while the other thing has to be conscious. So, um, ganun din yung nangyayari sa brain natin when it comes to the emotional and the log- logical part of the brain. Kasi nga, logic na nga, one part of the brain na nga yan, hindi niya kayang yung blood and oxygen na kalatse, di ba? Kailangan concentrate siya on each part it's eh mas malayo pa logical part of the brain dun sa emotional part. So ang laki ng jump ng blood and oxygen mo going to the logical part of your brain than for it to, um you know, pagka nandudun ka sa emotional part of the brain, you do not have quality decisions. Kasi nagha-hijack siya. Nagiging emotional lang yung, yung nararamdaman mo and you're like just panicking. And when the brain is in that what we call runaway state or the threatened state, you lose cognition. You lose collaboration and creativity. Those are the three C's that we tell people, oh, they disappear when you're in a runaway state. Ano na to classic Each man for himself. Talagang mo kapag ka. I don't know if I shared this with you, but when I was doing a training for Resorts World, um, and there was one mother who said to me, um, Mom, um when Okay, backtrack. But in Resorts World, there was one lone gunman and he started open firing and burning the place down. And they were all running out. And there's this mother, there's this woman who was an employee and she was so guilty. She was so guilty because when she was running out, she fell down and heard her office mates screaming. Tulungan mo ako, tulungan mo ako. And she didn't. She stood up and ran as fast as she could. And she said, "Mom, paano naman ako hindi tatakbo? In my head, I need to live. I have an 11-year-old son. Single mother ako, Ma'am. Paano ko hindi gagawin tumakbo? So there's that guilt that she had. But that's the thing with our survival instinct. We will not collaborate we will not work with others and we also lack creativity and some and uh, another calamity that comes to mind was when um, um when ozone disco started to burn down remember that and the exit the fire exit people got trapped inside when the fire exit was just right there the problem was the fire exit was opening paloob it was just Survival, survival, survival. They saw the exit sign. They started barging towards that. And cognition is like you're angry if you're overwhelmed with the emotion. You're just thinking, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Because <laughs> you're so angry. So yeah, that's what happens to the logical brain.
0: I, I guess what... I'm getting as a main takeaway is that it's sort of like a skill you can develop to Mm -hmm. stop overthinking because like you said, we can't not think because that's how Mm -hmm. the brain works. But sort of like it's a skill that we can develop to not get overwhelmed by all of these thoughts. Is that correct?
1: That's right. It's really mindfulness, being aware of how you think. It's not as I've said a while ago, it's not the autopilot. Because if you let your autopilot happen, you can get overwhelmed. And there's a barrage of emotions and a barrage of thoughts. If you're just letting your default system function. Now, there are people who don't want to let go of overthinking because um, there is pleasure <laughs> The pleasure of, I said the brain works that way, pain and pleasure. I move away from something because it's painful, but why do we keep doing something even if it's going to hurt us? Because there is a second, a secondary gain. The secondary gain is there's pleasure for you. You know, like this person who was overwhelmed, she doesn't want to let go actually of all of her overwhelm because she feels useful. Mm-hmm. She feels important. So the more significance she has with all of these people, the more relevant she feels. So parang taking it away from her weight. What if I'm not relevant?
0: And daming layers. Yes, layers. This is a whole different topic to discuss. Um, but I appreciate all those super helpful tips. I mean, like, they are so doable. But then when you explain parang the science behind it, gets makong bakit yun makakatulong. So super, super thank you.
1: We've been offering a lot of free coaching for individuals during this pandemic. We've been reaching out to people through our program called Strong Initiative. And it's really practicing the right parts of the brain so that you can be resilient and agile. Um, You know, extreme times would call for extreme action and extreme measures, but that you extremely needs also a shift and you need to also take care of the individual. So we want to make sure that people as they have that courage to forge on and warrior through, they have to also be equipped. They have to self care. They have to nurture themselves and take care of themselves so that they can face a better fight. So that is what brain strong is all about, you know, taking care of the right muscles. <laughs>
0: Hey, thanks so much, Karel. Um, you're right. I mean, like, we can't stop ourselves from thinking, but I guess the power nga is in knowing which battles to, kumbaga, fight first. Kasi hindi talaga kakayanin na tayo lang tapos. We'll take on everything. So, super thank you so much for your time. Woo! Grave, no. I learned so much from Karel, and to those who maybe are thinking of reaching out to Karel for brainstorm or more of the work that she does, uh, whether you're an individual or even a company, her Instagram handle is at Karel Herrera. You can check the art card of this episode for the correct spelling or uh, Train Station PH so many takeaways thank you so 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 much carel i learned so much and speaking of takeaways i want to share a letter that i got from a listener of this podcast um she sent me this letter after she listened to my last episode it's okay to cry um in case you missed it it is an episode dedicated to everyone who has experienced um just crying out of nowhere or crying out of frustration um do listen to it in case you can relate to that so she is a filipina based in the middle east and i asked her if i could um, share her letter because i was so so touched and she said yes Um, she writes i just listened to the story time about lucia when you said sometimes emotions need space not solutions this is so timely for me a few days ago i was having a personal struggle I was let go from work in the middle of a pandemic and obviously very hard to get a new one being in the hospitality business where restaurants and even hotels are closing left and right. It was driving me crazy so in the middle of the night, I called a friend to hang out. Him seeing that I was having such a hard time spilling thought of a plan. He brought me to this quiet bridge near his neighborhood. When we got there, we were just looking over the calm waters. Still not getting a single peep from me, he asked me to sit down, close my eyes, and just breathe. Not even a minute of doing this, I already started crying. I think I cried for a good 10 minutes in silence, me not talking to him, and him not talking. When I finally stopped crying, he gave me a bottle of water and drove me back home. Only then did I start telling him what happened. I felt so much better just crying it out. It's not similar as Lucia's story, but the message about our emotions was. That night, I told my friend that what he did for me was exactly what I needed. Something I didn't even know I needed. I didn't need a friend for advice or a conversation. I just needed a friend to be with me. Wow, super, super powerful story. Thank you for sharing this. And I guess this is such a good reminder to us as friends that sometimes like we sort of panic when a friend comes to us um, troubled or down. And um, as their friend, parang we want to fix it. We want to have a solution, especially me. I sa advice, But this is such a powerful reminder that sometimes... Maybe our friends just need someone to be with them, Um, even virtually, right? Or to know that someone is there for you. So thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing this beautiful, beautiful story. Um, And yeah, next week we are still talking about one of the causes of all this overwhelm and anxiety from the pandemic. And the topic is job hunting. A lot of you sent in your letters about how looking for a job has been causing you anxiety. And so I invite a career expert to answer your job hunting questions. And I'm super excited to share that episode with you. Till then, everyone, please stay safe. Please stay well and take good care. Paano ba to? The podcast is powered by Globe Studios. Listen to the podcast for free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.